Welcome to Mental Breakthrough, a memoir podcast about owning our most vulnerable stories so we can live a life of authenticity. I'm Marianne Samrath, the woman behind the pen name Sincerely Miss Mary. Together, I take you through my healing journey as I share stories of moving through pain to get to the other side where the light shines again. In this season, I carry you moment to moment, starting with a tumultuous breakup, then multiple breakdowns, and eventually a breakthrough. I share stories of how my gift of writing guided me through the darkest moments of my life, leading me to reconnect with my Cambodian ancestors and break the cycle of generational trauma. By sharing my truths, I pave the way for others to feel safe sharing theirs. We all have a story to tell. Stories that can be someone's silver lining. Stories of hope. The title says it all this episode. This was a very terrifying experience for when I discovered the truth of being stalked. What was painful when uncovering the stalking was the majority of people in my life invalidated what happened to me or just didn't believe me. People told me I was oversensitive or over-exaggerating. I felt pretty isolated and invisible during this time. So I hope this episode can educate you on the importance of a woman's intuition and how we should always believe them. Episode 17. No one believes you when your ex stalks you. They say when someone makes your body tremble, it's because they are someone that triggered a trauma response in your life. Someone that made you feel so overwhelmed, your cortisol levels flood your system. This person who caused me prolonged trauma was my ex. And the trauma responses that was activated in my system was going into freeze and fawn mode interchangeably. If you're not familiar with fawning, it's when you befriend the perpetrator in order to protect yourself. This looks like people-pleasing and being complicit, which was my exact behavior throughout my abusive relationship. After our tumultuous breakup in the summer of 2019, followed by the rejection of his friends and family from condemning his best friend for sexually assaulting me, which I talk about in episode one, and after finding out who moved on within weeks to another woman, which I talk about in last week's episode, I made it my mission to go no contact with him so I could heal. It was difficult to go from speaking to someone every day for five years to being strangers. But I knew for my mental health and the series of rejection afterwards, I needed to get away from him. No contact is the best thing you can do when you are trauma bonded to an abuser with high narcissistic traits. Trauma bond means to develop an emotional bond with the abuser because of the cycle of lows and highs that creates a conditioning of punishment followed by reward and then back to punishment and then back to reward. It's an insidious abuse cycle that no one can understand unless you experienced it. A trauma bond is the reason it's difficult to leave an abuser, and most people don't even know that it's happening. To help break the trauma bond and heal from the breakup, I took up running. One day, I called up Leanna, my dear partner in crime who worked with me at Tommy Hilfiger and appears in many episodes of my podcast, and told her I was signing up for the Brooklyn Half Marathon. It didn't take long to convince her to sign up for the race, too. And just like that, our training and my infatuation with running began. The most I ever ran before training for this race was six miles. 
and this was several years ago. The training process ran parallel to my healing journey, and it started to get easier the more consistent I was. My body was getting stronger, my mind was getting stronger, and the trauma bond began to break as I felt less attached to my ex. The good memories I held onto to try to excuse his toxic behavior began to fade, leaving me with this truth. I never belonged to him. As much as he wanted to play this game of life with him where he was the puppet master and I was anything he wanted me to be, I never belonged to him. And so I literally ran through this realization. I ran through this denial I long carried and broke it. I returned to myself, to my power, which I always had inside of me. Running is somatic healing. It connects your mind, body, and spirit. It reminds you of your potential. I was limitless. I was limitless. And on the day of the race in October of 2019, I was flying through every mile all the way to the finish line. And with friends and family by my side, me and Leanna celebrated our first half marathon. I remember this moment so vividly. We were taking photos and selfies with our medals, cheering and celebrating in Prospect Park. We were taking in this moment with our runners high, and then it was interrupted by a familiar voice. Hey, I didn't know you ran this too. To my horror, it was my ex and his new girlfriend about 15 feet away, intentionally not looking at me. My body froze. Freeze response activated. He proceeded to pick up our dog, Porpy, who he once also owned. Porpy barely acknowledged him because she could sense a narcissist with bad intention from a mile away, and she was not having it. All of my friends and family also were in shock at what was happening. All I could do was fawn. Congrats on your race, I said. Did you run it with your girlfriend? He replied by saying he came here alone, even though she was within eyesight of my direction. I remember thinking, did he really just lie to my face? We talked about running and the running groups we were in, and I tried my best to be cordial and polite until he walked away from the shock faces of my friends and family. Leanna finally broke the silence when she said how weird that was, and she had a feeling that he stalked me. She was the first to follow her intuition and let me know that this was not a coincidence. Prospect Park is huge. The chances of running into someone after a race with thousands of New Yorkers was very slim. I denied it at first. I just thought, Running the same race was a coincidence because we were together for so long that we just had so many similarities. But Leanna's gut was always right. She felt his energy was very off and very toxic, and she knew he was up to no good. She planted the seed in my head, and I continued to ignore it until I went on a solo trip to Paris and saw on social media that my ex also went on vacation during the same week with his new girlfriend. In that moment, I knew that couldn't be a coincidence. Running the same half marathon, now going on vacation the same week? That was weird. When I got back home from Paris, a friend sent me an article about a girl who was cyber-stalked by her psycho ex. He hacked into her iPhone, emails, social medias, bank accounts, and locked everything out. It freaked me out, so I started to change my passwords to 
my bank account, social medias, and all of my emails, just in case. When I got to changing my email, I saw the backup phone number to access my email account was my ex's number. I never put that in, and I don't know how it got there. When I looked at the login history location, of where my email was logged in, I saw various places around New York City that I've never been to. Then I looked at my iCloud account on my iPhone, where you can see your location with the Find My iPhone feature. And I also saw various logins throughout New York City. And I knew Leanna was right. My ex, who also works in IT at a hedge fund, somehow had access to my emails, iClouds, and Dropbox, almost as if he replicated my iCloud onto another device, which I'm sure he's capable of knowing how to do. My ex running the half marathon was no coincidence. He had access to my emails, so he knew I signed up for the race. He had access to my iCloud, so he was able to track me with the Find My iPhone feature. I've never felt so violated in my life. How can a man behave this way with a new girlfriend? What did he want from me? Wasn't his new supply enough? The answer, power. He wanted what he couldn't have, me. He couldn't control me, and he was trying so hard to. I spent a week making a list of all my online accounts and changing my passwords screenshotting login history of locations I wasn't familiar with, his phone number and my email account, and creating a folder in my computer called Restraining Order, just in case. I began telling my friends about what happened, and unfortunately, majority of them thought it was crazy or exaggerating. Not many of them believed me. One friend even defended the actions of my ex. It was shocking how many of my friends invalidated or minimized my experiences. Even when I later saw on Strava that my ex had been running to my apartment from his almost every day during the summer. Even that was enough evidence for some people in my life to believe me. I knew in my body I was right. He stalked me by running the same half marathon as me. It's a crazy story, but I knew I was right, even though I didn't want to be. I had friends who told me he lost the best thing that ever happened to him when he dumped me. And ironically, he proved them right. And I never wanted to be the worst thing that ever happened to him in my life. Because clearly, being the best meant that he wouldn't leave me alone. I never wanted him to move on so quickly to his now girlfriend so he would just leave me in peace. Now I knew that he was truly using this girl to get his revenge on me. And that's just really terrible. I'm grateful Leanna and a select few believed me, but it was hurtful for the majority who didn't. How many women who have been stalked or harassed by their crazy exes get invalidated and then made to feel unsafe for speaking their truths? Believe women because nothing is stronger than a woman's intuition. Believe women because nothing is stronger than a woman's intuition. When I told this story again in my podcast community, A woman sent me a private message saying, that's what they do. He was trying to disrupt your embodied healing. I was shocked and relieved to read this message. She knew this type of person, but how? This woman, Allie Davis, an eco-feminist therapist who also has a PhD in developmental trauma and helping women 
heal from these types of interpersonal violence explained to me that as I was in my running journey and breaking the trauma bond, my ex was able to sense it energetically and attempted to disrupt it to pull me back on my healing journey and insert his dominance over me by stalking me. This was a power move. He was trying to control me again. This behavior is far from normal. It's psychopathic, and I'm so grateful I met Allie, who has dedicated most of her career to helping women heal from perpetrators. She validated my experience and made me feel visible. It's scary that this can happen. This can happen to anyone. So please, always believe women. To this day, he's occasionally creeped into my life from time to time. He stalked my Medium page, he spam-liked my TikTok videos and followed me on there, and even tried to add me on Clubhouse. He's blocked from everything. And at this point, it feels like whack-a-mole at a carnival. At first, when this would happen, he would make me feel really, really sick and triggered. But eventually, I just got annoyed. He was like a mosquito. I no longer feel anything from his attempt to harass me. He doesn't matter anymore. He has no power over me, as much as he tried to retain it. I believe the universe allowed for him to come back into my life at the half marathon to remind me how far I've come, how far I've grown, how far I've leveled up because of him and will continue to away from him. He can never kill my healing vibe. Thank you for listening to this episode. I want to thank all the people in my life that believe me during this time and Allie Davis for validating my experience. If you want to work with Allie, her information will be in my show notes. She's a powerful woman who uses storytelling and reclaim the narrative as part of her healing practice. If you like this episode, please follow me on Apple Podcast and leave me a review. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Sincerely Miss Mary. I will talk to you all next week.